Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Coach Mark Indianella from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. Lovely to have you with me today. If you just joined the program and only just found me, where have you been? I've missed you, but it's lovely to have you here. And if you are somebody who's known me from the past or perhaps worked with me previously when I was doing a lot of coaching, it's great that you've found your way to me here. These days, you'll find me giving my information pretty much freely. <laughs> I'm uploading myself to the internet um, because life for me has kind of got crazier and crazier. And uh, I just want to try and reach as many people as I can in the time that I feel I've got left here to do so. So this is my way to do it. And right now it seems that, yeah, this podcast is reaching you far and wide. Just to give you a little bit of an idea where you are all listening from in the world. Hello to you in the USA. You are still my number one top audience, okay? Um, I would love to know your particular situations. 20% of you are all listening from the United States. So hello over there in the United States. And I can tell you my biggest area is Virginia. So hello, Virginia. I used to sing a great song. Um, I'm a bit of a guitar player myself. Um, and uh, yeah, Almost Heaven, West Virginia. You know that one? Yeah. Uh, country roads take me home. So nice to have you with me, Virginia, and lots of other pl places, of course, in the US as well, following me too. So lovely to have you here. Also, you may be feeling very uh, chuffed with yourself. That's a nice expression if you're in France, because you come in at second place. 12% of you now, you're dropping a bit, France. Come on. Vietnam, you're close behind France. 10%. Come on. Can you beat France? And my Indian listeners, lovely to still have you holding your own at 6%. New Zealand, now you are a surprise. You've just suddenly popped up, I don't know where, overnight and gone to 5%. So wherever you are in New Zealand, thank you for listening and making this program kind of interesting now. Uh, most of you in Auckland, some of you in Canterbury though too. So I've got a split here, but the majority of you are all over in lovely Auckland and um, that I believe would be a lovely part to come and see. My father, uh, no longer with me, wanted to take our family <coughs> to New Zealand when I was very little. We never quite made it. His job kept him where he was. But uh, lovely to at least be making some connection with New Zealand. And I do this in memory of my lovely dad. Um, I miss him greatly. Turkey, you're still there. Four, four, 3% now. Sorry, you dropped a bit, Turkey. Come on, my Turkish students. What's going on? Philippines, you're at 3%. You are falling. Come on, my Filipinos. What is going on with this? But it's lovely to see we've got so many areas of the world. I could go on and on and on. I'm not going to. But you're in good company, right down to Portugal, Colombia, Brazil, Taiwan, Nepal, Hong Kong, oh, Israel, Ireland, Morocco. Okay, it's fantastic to see it growing. So today, I'm going to talk about jargon, right? Because this will possibly be your biggest challenge if you are working in an international multinational company and you are faced with meetings and you're hearing all of this stuff. And you think, what is it? So... These are the 40 most frequently used jargon examples I could come up with for you. Um, whether they need to be reduced back to normal language is another matter, but you will understand that they are used to basically streamline using lots of words. So you've got to get used to hearing them so you can understand what on earth your colleagues are talking about and also how you use them to convey yourself at the same familiar level because it will help you sound more familiar to them and that should improve your working relationships together. Okay, so the first one, bandwidth. Okay, what is bandwidth? Well, it means the capacity. So if somebody says, look, we don't have the bandwidth to deal with this project right now, it means we don't have the capacity. Okay, clearly they could also mean bandwidth of the internet. Maybe, uh, you know, you, you need better servers. 
perhaps something that you're launching and your website is taking up too much bandwidth and capacity for your current provider. So be careful how that is being used. And if someone says, look, we just don't have the bandwidth for that right now, in context, it might mean we don't have the capacity to handle this project. Bleeding edge. What is a bleeding edge? Oh, gracious, really? Okay, it's a new or innovative feature. So it used to be like a cutting edge. <laughs> the cutting edge is like at the front of your profession, right? The cutting edge, the most important, sharpest thinking. Bleeding edge is an advancement on that means a new or innovative feature. So we need to get a bleeding edge. So if you hear people saying that, do not panic in your meeting. They're not threatening to hurt you. It's just they want to develop new features. Okay, blue sky thinking. Now, if we want to engage in blue sky thinking, everybody in this meeting, it means I'd like you to brainstorm without limits. So think the sky is the limit and beyond, right? Okay, blue sky thinking. Sometimes we get used in a negative way. Um, if somebody says to you, you're engaging in too much blue sky thinking, maybe in your appraisal, oh, we wouldn't want to hear that. But it might be your boss is saying, look, please be more realistic about some of the things you're suggesting, right, in our projects, because there's too much blue sky thinking going on and we need to get real people. OK, get real people. OK, right. Boil the ocean. This is one that, quite frankly, is a new one on me, but I heard it the other day. Trying to accomplish too much. <laughs> I agree. If you were trying to boil the ocean, I mean, I know we've got allegedly climate change, which is a whole other matter. But, you know, uh, joking aside here, yeah, boiling the ocean is trying to accomplish too much. So you say, look, people, we've got to stop boiling the ocean. We do not have the bandwidth to deal with this. OK, yes, we need bleeding edges, but we've got to stop all this blue sky thinking. OK, you can hear how when we use them all together, it's like I'm talking a whole other language. Right. And now you're getting the inside track as to how to do it and what it means. Circle back. If we circle back on something, it means let's revisit that. Let's circle back. Deep dive. If we take a deep dive into something, we're going to examine it. Clearly, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Diving into that ocean, hopefully not boiling the ocean. Um, deep dive into it. Let's take a deep dive into this subject today, right? So we're taking a deep dive into jargon examples today, okay? Due diligence means do your research. Uh, you often hear it's from a legal point of view to do your due diligence, but it also comes up in business a lot. You know, if you need to do your due diligence, it's important that you carry out thorough research first to empower, give authority or agency to something. So I'd like to empower everybody to do their own due diligence, take a deep dive into this subject. Um, if you need to circle back at any time, OK, then you can revisit my podcast anytime you like. But don't try to boil the ocean because you're going to, you know, if you do all the podcasts in one go, it's really going to probably blow your bandwidth. <laughs> OK. Um, I know you want to get yourself, you know, sort of a lot of blue sky thinking to to encourage yourself to learn and develop your English. Um, and I'm trying to develop a bleeding edge here to give you those. All right. OK, so this is how we might use them. It's a bit of fun. Remember, make this active listening, write these down. And then I'd love you to try and practice not only using these after the session to summarize what you've listened to. But have fun. Take them to your business today. All of these. I challenge you to have a real play with these. Have a giggle, right? Because we learn better when we're having fun and laughing. Use them in your meetings. Put them in your emails and see what happens with your colleagues. You'd be amazed, all right? Maybe you can teach them a thing or two. Now, first and foremost, well, clearly that's use one word or the other. Okay, so first and foremost, I'd like to talk about, okay, blue sky thinking. Fully baked. If something is fully baked, it means it's completely thought through, right? So that cake has been fully cooked, right? Okay. If you say something isn't fully baked, clearly it means the opposite. It means, look, 
that's not a fully baked idea, Mark, all right? It's not fully thought through. Gain traction, moving towards the desired goal. So if we're gaining traction, okay, like my podcast, we're gaining listeners, we're gaining traction. My, my goal is to put this knowledge free in your hands, okay? I don't really, from my point of view, I just want all of you to be empowered. And whatever content is in my head, good or bad or ugly or otherwise, I just want to put it out there on the internet. I am uploading myself to the internet to ensure that this information is preserved for the future. However long this podcast will exist, I don't know. However long Spotify will exist, hopefully a long time. However long the internet will exist. But as long as I guess it's out there somehow, it is a record of all the stuff, teaching, the learning that I've had over the 40-some years of my life. And I want to put it into the hands of the people, you, who need it. Okay, even if you can't afford to ever get high level coaching, you deserve still to get some support. And that's what I'm here to do. So spread the word far and wide. So I'm gaining traction to my desired goal. It's a game changer. Right? A game changer is like a new event, idea and process. So I don't know whether what I'm doing is a complete game changer, but I'd like to think I'm shaking something up here, being a little bit disruptive. I'm just trying to throw it all out there for you. All right. And um, yeah, fine. If you want to book a session with me, fantastic. That would really help me. If you want to support the podcast by buying me a coffee or supporting a subscription for 99 cents a month, that would help me. But my main primary goal here now, from my point of view, because of how I feel about my life right now, is I just got to get all this information out there for everybody free. Free. It's there. If I make some money from this, great. But that is not my primary goal. So it's a game changer because most people clearly do this to engage in building something. I've kind of thrown my hands up and said, you know what? <sighs> to be honest with you, the world is in a terrible mess. Financially speaking, the whole system is creaking and probably going to fall over. So what is money at the end of the day? Yes, it's helpful. But I think at some point in time, if we're not careful. We're going to see whole systems collapse. So. Why am I focused now on trying to, you know, like everybody else here, trying to scratch a living? I just want to put this freely into your hands. So make of it what you will. Enjoy it while you can. All right, people? It is here for you for now for free. Okay? And that is the important thing. Now, to get our ducks in a row, to get our ducks in a row means to have everything completed. So, you know, I'm trying to get my ducks in a row because of where my life is at the moment. I'm trying to bring everything to a nice point where I feel I've completed what I set out to achieve. And I can say, okay, my life is, yeah. I did. I did okay. I did my best. Okay, giving it a hundred and ten percent, doing your best work. So, you know, it's like, how can you give it over a hundred percent? Well, you can. One hundred and ten percent means doing above and beyond, right? Doing your excellent work. Doing the heavy lifting means okay, you got to do the difficult, dirty task. Maybe the stuff that people don't want to do that everybody tries to get away from. I'll ping you. Now that's a weird one. It doesn't mean I'm going to hurt you. It means I'll follow up. Okay, so I'll ping you. I'll let you know. I'll ping you about this. All right. So, um, yeah, if I haven't heard from you by next week, I will ping you and we will follow up this conversation. All right. OK, don't worry. I won't follow you up because I don't know who you are. If you'd like me to know who you are and you want to get on my news list, then please feel free to subscribe to the link down below. Um, it actually would be helpful. And if you want to engage on any of my polls, by the way, um, that, it, that are on the podcast questions, it would help me so I can create better content for you because I want to make it specific, right? Tell me what you want to hear. Irregardless, so it's not even really a word, right? It doesn't exist. Irregardless, right? But we use it. So we usually we would say regardless, okay? regardless of that, we're irrespective. But you'll hear this a lot. People saying irregardless. It's crazy, but it's happening, people. Leverage. 
to use? How are you going to use this? How are you going to leverage your position? How are you going to leverage your power? How are you going to use your power? How are you going to leverage your finance? How are you going to use your finances? Now, this is a funny one. Lipstick on a pig. We say we've got to stop putting lipstick on a pig. It means stop making this situation look better. All right. If we've got to put lipstick on the pig, it means we've got to make this situation look better. So we might say, okay, team, thank you for coming today. Um, it's important for us that uh, that we just try to put lipstick on the pig and sort this out because the boss is really unhappy. You know, this idea was not fully baked. Um, first and foremost, I'd like to just say that everybody's in deep hot water. Um, we've been trying to boil the ocean and we've got to take a deep dive into how to rescue this. So you can see how we use those words together. All right. OK. And um, what about low hanging fruit? OK, that's starting with the easiest tasks first. So if I said, OK, Hakan, I'd like you to start with the low hanging fruit on the marketing. Just get out there and start handing leaflets out. Right. OK. Um, if I said, OK, this is a challenging situation. There's lots of moving parts here. I'm not talking engineering unless we're in an engineering company. If there's lots of moving parts, it means it's a complex situation or dynamically it's changing rapidly. OK, so lots of things we're trying to keep an eye on, keep an eye watch and track. OK, um, now I might say, look, there's no magic bullet for this or no silver bullet. So that means a solution to a complex problem. OK, we might be all be waiting for a silver bullet or a magic bullet for the financial crisis in the world. But I don't think we've got one, sadly. Uh, mission critical. Okay, now look, come on, mission critical, it's kind of like something out of the space program. But look, it basically means it's essential for us to complete our goal, right? Mission critical, what you need to do. This is mission critical, so pay attention. Move the needle, making progress. So a needle on your speedometer, in your car or whatever, a train. Okay, we want to move the needle, don't we, to make progress and move forward. The new normal, oh my goodness, I'm sick of this one, aren't you? The new normal, new conditions, environment of expectation. <laughs> gracious drives me crazy right now this is a good one hello to my japanese i don't know why sorry i don't know why this has come up i need to find out why this but i heard this the other day i'm like really is this now a new jargon but it is apparently okay open the kimono <laughs> okay yeah open the kimono means sharing the information so we need to open the kimono means to share the information. So be very careful with that one, people. All right. I was shocked when I heard that, but it exists. All right. A paradigm uh, shift. Right. So if we have a shift, it means thinking about this differently. OK. All right. So this is about, you know, looking at things slightly different. Shift the paradigm. OK. What about parking lot issue? <laughs> yes, they exist. These words and these phrases exist in meetings. So if we have a parking lot issue, it means items to discuss later. All right. So how you use that, even I'm challenged a bit on this one. So, OK, I can say, right, people, um, we've got a very tight you know, schedule for this meeting of 30 minutes. There are some things that we just don't have the time for right now. They are a parking lot issue. So it means literally, what do you do in a parking lot? A parking lot is American for the British version of a car park where you put your vehicle when you're not using it, right? At work, supermarket, wherever. Um, so it means we're just going to have to park that. We might just say we need to park this for another time, meaning leave it for another time to discuss it later or say we need to put that on the back burner. But a parking lot issue means we need to discuss it, but just at a later point in time, right? Pivot. To pivot, I think it's fairly straightforward to change direction. Okay, we need to pivot and deal with this differently. Pull the trigger, take action, like on a gun. Bang, you're off, right? Okay, put a pin in it. 
Okay, like a hand grenade. This is where it comes from, I think. Um, save it for later. So if you take the pin out of the hand grenade, good, just go put the pin back in, right? And save that for actually another time. Let's not keep having fights and wars, please. Could we just stop? Human race, right? Okay, put a pin in it, okay? If I said to you put a suck in it, that means something completely different. It means shut your mouth. <laughs> Literally, yes. I think it's very British to say put a sock in it. Um, uh, now, you can think of a sock as something you wear, okay, in on your foot, should I say, in your foot. Big gracious. On your foot, okay. But here's the thing. Actually, a sock, if you sock it to somebody or are going to sock you in the mouth, never say that to somebody, please, okay? Because what it means is you're going to punch them in the mouth. Sock to put a sock in it. So we could look at it one or two ways. We could look at it in the polite version to mean just put a sock in your mouth and just muffle yourself like, oh, got a sock in my mouth, right? Or it could mean, look, if you don't shut up, I'm just going to punch you in the mouth, put a sock in it because I'm going to sock it to you. To sock it to you means to hit you with it, right? Okay. Now, if somebody says to you, okay, you're going to do your presentation today, so go outside now and sock it to them. They don't mean go and hit the audience, clearly. We're not inciting violence here. I am totally against this, right? The point is, we're saying just go make a great impact, right? Like, they don't know what's hit them. Metaphorically, not literally, please, people. I know you know that, but I need to say it. Okay, now, what about raising the bar? If we raise the bar, it needs to improve things, right? Because if you are doing the high jump at the Olympics, as you know, okay, they raise the bar higher and higher. So can you improve over your last jump? Can you get higher? Can you do better raising the bar? Reinvent the wheel, okay? To reinvent the wheel, okay, to change the process. So we might say, look, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We already have a good project that works well. There's no need to change the process. Or if we say we need to reinvent the wheel, it means we've got to change the process. So you use it either or. Run it up the flagpole. <laughs> That's a weird one. If it said, I don't know, Mark, about that request, I need to go run it up the flagpole, it means I need to go ask management or leadership for their point of view. So it's kind of like take it higher to the top of the authority, up the top of the flagpole. Strategic partnership, well, simply, you know, come on, but it's a partnership, really. Strategic, frankly speaking, the word partnership involves being and using strategy to form a partnership, so it's defunct. To say it's a strategic partnership is like saying more, more, or much, much. It's they go together, really. It's like all partnerships, by their default of thinking about making the partnership, is strategic. Why else would you partner with somebody, right? Okay. Synergy means collaboration. Have we got good energy? Is there certain aligned shared values or goals that you've got? So I could say, look, let's explore with the client today, see if there's any synergy between us, meaning any, any way we can collaborate, okay? Thinking outside the box. So if I say, look, everybody wanting you to think outside the box, it means I would like you to come up with new ideas and thinking about a current situation and take it way beyond where we've ever gone before. A thought leader is an expert or authority on a certain matter um, or somebody has a certain point of view that has value. OK, so if we want to be a thought leader in our industry, we want to be seen as experts or the authority. Top of mind. Right. Top of mind, the most important idea or thought. Okay. Not to be confused with top of my head. Be very careful, right? If something, if I say, well, thinking off the top of my head, it means um, I'm kind of thinking on my feet, meaning I haven't given it great thought and I might change my mind later or this might not be the true full picture of what I want to actually say, but 
just while I'm thinking about it. Top of my head, this is my initial reaction, my knee-jerk reaction. A knee-jerk reaction, like when you go to the doctors and they test your reflexes, they hit your knee with a hammer, a rubber thing, right? Not the proper metal thing, please, dear goodness. Um, and of course, we get a knee-jerk reaction, an immediate response, your leg, hopefully should go up. If it doesn't, you might not be alive. Okay. Um, so that's what we mean. The top of mind means, okay, the most important idea of thought. So top of mind is we need to be aware of our customers' needs first. A win-win, good for both parties. I think we know that one. Right. There's a lot of vocab there. Um, some great ones, I think. I'd love to challenge you all to try and summarize the podcast after this podcast. What did I talk about? Can you use and how many of these vocabs can you use to discuss what we would use these for. How would you use them about your business? Try to record yourself and listen back. Also, go forward in your day and please have fun with this. I, I challenge you to try and put lipstick on a pig in your meetings. This is going to be funny. I would love you to message in and let me know, okay, whether you were able to do this and what response you have and did you get it right? Remember, do not be afraid of making mistakes. It happens to the best of us, all right? But if we're going to try and just summarize this podcast now, I'm going to give this a go. I don't know if this will work, but it's a challenge challenge coach, Mark, all right? I never ask you to do what I don't try myself. So I'm going to try and talk to you um, and use all of these 40 in one go. Are you ready? So I hope you're listening. All right, this is a challenge. Can you beat this? I bet you can. I bet you can do something far more creative. But here we go. Challenge the coach. Right, okay. So everybody, thank you very much for coming to the meeting today. Clearly, we've reached our bandwidth with this project. And um, what we're trying to do is develop bleeding edges, as you know, but we've engaged in too much blue sky thinking. Um, what we're trying to do now is boiling the ocean. And so today, the purpose of the meeting is to circle back take a deep dive into what's going on and see what we found out from our original initial due diligence, okay? Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. I'm here to empower you all. I want you all to think it through. First and foremost, though, we've got to get fully baked ideas, okay? Because we've got to move away from all of this past kind of light-hearted thinking. If we're going to gain traction and achieve this mission for the product launch, we've got to come up with a real good solid idea that's going to be a game changer. Now, what that means for you, Hakan, is I'd like you to start getting the ducks in the row. You know, you're heading up marketing and it's really important that, that you do that. Everybody here, though, I'd like you to give 110% because there's a lot of heavy lifting to do in this meeting today. Um, what I will do after the meeting, I'll ping you all to check, you know, for feedback and, and we can go forward from there. Irrespective of that, though, feel free to message me first, okay? I'm not going to be just chasing you. It's a two-way street. <laughs> nice new one there for you. Right, now what we want to do, we want to leverage our previous research, as I've said. So what we've researched so far, and quite frankly, from that, we're just going to have to put lipstick on this pig. Okay, we've got to fix this because the management are now expecting this project launch and we're, we're behind. I know there's lots of moving parts. It's challenging for us all, but I suggest we go for the low-hanging fruit to fix this problem. I mean, there is no magic bullet for this, right? But it's mission critical now for the company that we move the needle, okay, and get back to full processing with this new product ASAP. You know, the new normal that we've got ahead of ourselves is challenging. Um, and today, the point of this meeting is that I kind of open the kimono and help you shift your thinking, that paradigm shift, okay? I want you to look at it differently. Um, clearly, we're not going to have time in a 30-minute session to cover everything, so some of the stuff will be a parking lot issue. Um, what the point of the meeting is, is at the end, I'd like us to pivot, totally move away from what we've done in the past, 
after the meeting, everybody to get back to the department and pull the trigger. Just get on with it, right? Okay. Um, some things, if you've got complaints or issues, I know we've had problems with departmental problems and, and arguments in the past, but please just put a pin in it. We have no time for those types of um, infighting right now. The point of this is we need to move forward. We need to raise the bar. Okay. Um, what I'm doing here is I'm not asking you to reinvent the wheel. Okay. But I just want you to come up with something fresh and thinking. Then I can run it up the flagpole. And hopefully, you know, our partnerships, our strategic partnerships, okay, will work better. What we're looking for now are ideas that have a lot of synergy with our partners and that help us all think outside the box. Frankly speaking, our main partner is a bit of a thought leader. So I hope that we can get a lot of inspiration from them as the experts. Top of mind, though, I would want our company to become a thought leader too. And together, if we work together, we can get a win-win. So let's crack on with the meeting today. All right. Okay. Now that was a challenge. I've got to admit, if you can do that or do better, please do it. Okay. It's fun. All right. Try to do it. As you can hear when you listen back to that, most of it is just absolute jargon, right? Now, here's a warning. Do not try and do all of that in your meeting because you will sound totally jargoned out. I did that on purpose to show you how you can fit it all in and find a way to put it into every part of the flow of the conversation without having to break it up into different parts. But the point of that is to coach you, not to suggest that you speak like that as a whole wall of jargon in your meetings. All of these phrases, all idioms, should be used sparingly, like salt and pepper and spices in your, your cooking, right? Okay, you wouldn't put every single spice in your kitchen cupboard into your, your meal, right? Because it would taste awful. But equally, if you leave them all out, it is totally bland, right? And unpalatable, right? Not tasty. So we need to use it sparingly. That's a nice word, little and often, all right? So I really hope this has inspired you, given you some blue sky thinking, maybe, um, to really blow your colleagues and yourself away. If you use these, practice 10 minutes every day. And as I said, 28 days and also use them in your day ahead every day for 28 days you'll start to sound so much better remember check out my other podcast on consistency and to persist as well the secret that they don't tell you because the problem is if you're only doing a little bit of practice every now and again and it's not active learning like i say i want you to write these down pen and paper and then practice them after the session then use them for 28 days if you're not doing that you won't see any progress at all with your english you will stall you will stay stagnant this is the secret that most coaches and, and tutors do not want you to know. Some of, I'm not being funny, some tutors do. But this is why I'm putting this out there. Because the secret isn't in getting more word lists, isn't more, you know, sort of different way. It's consistency, 10 minutes every day, repeatedly every day for 28 days, no break in between. You start to see results show up. But of course, learning platforms don't want you to know that. They want you to perhaps sporadically come and learn a few sessions because that means you're not going to make the progress that you need. And so hopefully you're going to keep paying them. Okay, They just want your money mostly. All right. Some platforms are all are better than others. Some do genuinely care and provide good content. But the crucial secret ingredient that needs to turn up is you consistently every day. When I used to do a lot of coaching, I used to say to students, at least three times a week is required of at least a minimum of 30 minutes, nonstop, every single week, to build and to keep you going. If you can't do that, one 60-minute session a week might be okay, or two 60-minute 60, 60 sessions a week. 
But if you're not going to do that consistently, you might have a week on, a week off, a week off. It's like taking a diet or going to the gym, just doing a week, and then you're going to lose all your gains. All right. Life is about consistently and persistently showing up. Like my podcast, sometimes you'll think, good gracious, does this guy sleep? But I am persistent because I, I know that this is the way that we build. This is the way that we scale. This is the way I get to reach as many people as I can in the time that I have. All right. So please, if you found this helpful, help me scale it further. Share it with everybody you know. Share it with your bosses, your colleagues, other people. If you're university, if you're a professor listening to this, please share it with your students. All right. Students, if you're a university, share it with your professors. All right. I don't care. Just please make sure this information gets out to as many people as needs it because I want you to succeed. I really do. Okay. I wish you the very best of your day. If you'd like any more help from me, you know how to get hold of me. Sign up to my newsletter. Be kind to each other. Stay safe. I'll see you soon. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level English coaching but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional. Maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counsellor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive or maybe you you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.